Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 370. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back. Stephanie, how are you this afternoon? I'm, I'm well. Well rested, I hope. I think I am. <laughs> Stephanie had fallen Dang. asleep without... It wasn't even my intention. Like, I didn't lay down to, do to so. take a nap. I just apparently needed some rest. Apparently. Well, Stephanie, I am very excited this week okay. because I'm always excited when I have a big, long list of topics. And you do? And I do. All right. So it, it makes me feel good to know that uh, we're going to have something to talk about. And the very first thing that I have is something you asked me to write down. And it's about McKenna homework and presidential debates. <laughs> um, so this was like, this was at the end of last week. It might have, it might have even been over the weekend. No, it wasn't over the weekend. It was last Wednesday. So we had just recorded. Mm-hmm. And um, Megan actually um, was on her way home from dance. And it started downpouring and she ran off the road, which kind of freaked her out. She did have someone stop and help her. And, and she got up out of the out of the median and pulled into the next um, parking lot and waited for us to come get her because she was too shaken up to drive. She's fine. The car's fine. It was just sudden downpour and she couldn't see anything. Well, wait, before you go on, actually, no, you go ahead and finish the story and then okay. we'll come back and talk about Megan and her so, driving afterwards. So when Megan um, called, it, I mean, it was just a little bit after nine and McKenna was at the kitchen table doing homework. Now with this new summit, she really is only supposed to work on on her work for like 30 minutes a night. But sometimes she'll work the entire evening. And uh, and I'm not sure how long she had been working on it, but but she's sitting there, she's very into it. Her her notes are like very detailed. And um and so we're like, you know, we got to go get Megan. We'll be right back. We head out to go get Megan. Leaving McKenna at the kitchen table doing her homework. We're gone for what? 40 minutes about that yeah when we come back and mckenna is laying on the couch entertained watching the presidential debate and i'm like i don't know that there are any other 11 year olds in the world who find it fun to go from homework to the debate she's a special breed of child she is well speaking of that did you see the the haul that she brought in from the library last night um, I took her to the library. Oh, was that you that took her to the library? <laughs> yes. Did you see the haul that she came home with? I did. I did. The funny thing is, so she brings, um, I mean, she's off exploring for a while. And I told her, I'm just going to sit in this corner and, you know, I'll be right here when you need me. And uh, and so she's off exploring for a while. And she comes back with this stack of books. And they're all like... Are are they all biographies? I didn't look, but but they're all about John Adams and Lafayette and um, Thomas Paine 
and which I think we're going to get her common sense Are for we? Christmas. Okay. Yes, because you couldn't find it at the library. Um, I have a couple other people that I would love to give the gift of common sense to. Yeah, me too. Anyway, <laughs> McKenna has common sense, but she would like to read Common Sense by Thomas Paine. Um, and if you don't understand that, then we can't be friends. <laughs> 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 Kidding. It's from Hamilton. Um, and and so she has this this stack of books. And they're not tiny books either. They're not from the kids section where it's the, the little... It, the little books that are who is John Adams, you know. These are um, like eight hundred page yeah, books. These are books that I'm not gonna check out and read. Never. Okay. Ever. And and she's like, Oh, I got the wrong one. I gotta go back. But if I go back, I'm gonna get more than the one that I'm going for. Which was true. I think she only came back with two, the one that she went she still got the the one that was the the mist scan that she wasn't meaning to pick up, but um, she is like devouring information about the revolution about the War. Revolutionary War. It, it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got to get that child to see Hamilton. Yes, I know. Anyway, so that's yeah, McKenna. She is she. You know what? I did you see the <laughs> did you see the one book that you okay. Now I'm gonna I'm going to tell you first. Um, our youngest child is not just adopting our political beliefs. She is really taking the time to find out what she believes for herself. She'll tell you, you know, she'll tell you that she'll be like, okay, but with 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 the Republicans, I agree with this, but they are wrong here, and with the Democrats, they're wrong here, but I I really agree with this, and so she really is thinking about it and making making um an educated decision for herself right and um and i say that to tell you that one of the books she got from the library last night was if democrats were smart they'd be republicans and the reason that she's reading it is just for information not because that's what she believes and not because but she's flipping through it and she's like, Mom, you should see some of the stuff they have in here. And it was it was entertaining yeah. to watch her take in that information. Yeah. I, I love how analytical she is and yeah. how much she... Yeah. She, it, it's incredible. Right. But um, I was going to say something, but now I forget. You were going to say something about the haul that she brought in from the library. No, that, I was, oh, okay. that was to lead you to that conversation, to, to that story. Um, but do, 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 I forget now. It doesn't matter. We were going to talk about Megan. Well, no, this was, no, I was, was going to still... say something else about McKenna. Okay. And, oh, it, just her, the other part of this was the homework. You know, the, we were a little concerned about this, this system that she's on, uh, yeah, this educational system. Summit. And she, she was really complaining, complaining about it at, at first. She was like, I'm, I'm having a problem getting past these tests. You know, what do they call those tests? Um, assessments. assessments. Getting a par- uh, past some of the assessments in some of the subjects. Uh, she's, I think, what is she in like um, graduate school science now? <laughs> she is nearly finished with sixth grade science and we're not even to Christmas break yet. Right. So, and she can move on to seventh grade science? She can. Okay. So, th- this system allows her to work at her own pace. You know, what's funny is I actually heard one of the middle school teachers um, 
I overheard a conversation while I was at Starbucks yesterday. They have several of their eighth grade students who are nearly finished with um, their eighth grade language arts and probably will be by Christmas. And then they are going to move them into high school level courses while they're still in the eighth grade. So just in those subjects. Yeah. Yeah. Just in the ones that they finished. So, the, so. whatever this is, uh, McKenna's excelling in science science. And I think what she, she was really concerned about, you know, I'm behind, I'm behind, but she's, when she says she's behind, she's at the level of other kids in her <laughs> right. class, but she's still ahead of other levels, but she's not ahead of where she thinks she, she needs to. to be. Right. Not where she wants to, be, where she thinks she needs to be. Right. So, but I think she's, Last time I saw her show you on the screen where she's at, it looks like she was almost up to the line. Right. In, in, yeah. in all of her subjects. I mean, oh, yeah. It, she she might have been just like right behind. I think. OK, so in language arts, she was considering herself behind. She got stuck on an assessment that she had to take six times. Each assessment has 10 questions and they have to get an 80 percent or higher to be considered. Um, Proficient. Um. Passworthy, yeah, that they, that they that they that they get that concept. That they use a word. They use a word. I just can't think of what it is right now. So, um, so there's really no margin for error <laughs> when they're taking their assessments. And this was the language arts assessment was knowledge of words, and it was like um, compound words and just all kinds. I don't even remember now because when I went over with her was like weeks ago mm -hmm. and she knew it. Like I, I, I studied the study guide with her. She knew the information frontwards and backwards. And then she went in to take her assessment and she panicked and she kept second guessing herself. And she, and that's how she didn't pass the assessment the first time because she knew that information. And finally, the sixth time she's like, I finally passed that language arts assessment. By the time she had passed that assessment, she wasn't at a standstill. She's still working on the next power is what they call it. Okay. Um, she's still working on the next power while she's trying to pass this other assessment. Gotcha. So then she has to get to the end of that power before she can get the study guide and then take the, you know. That makes sense. The study guide has to be passed and approved by the teacher before they can take the assessment. Yes. So, so when she's telling us she's behind in language arts, it's because she hasn't, completed the assessment for knowledge of words it doesn't mean she's not already working on whatever lesson is next that's good so um and she told me like for social studies she has to wait the 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 teachers are out um today and tomorrow doing summit training um and so she can't take her social studies assessment until friday um which is egyptian culture She's like, so I can't take Egyptian culture, but I'm already halfway through Greek culture, which is the next, just the next um, lesson. And then she'll take Egyptian culture. And once she passes that, she can get the study guide and, and do Greek culture. So it really is a cool system of setting up and letting her work at her pace. I think right now the frustrating part is she can't just take her assessments whenever she wants. She's only allowed to take them on like certain days. She doesn't have every class every day. She she doesn't go to all of her um, core curriculum classes every day. It's split up. So, so her frustration is that sometimes she's ready, mm -hmm. but she has to wait until she's in that class again. Right. Sometimes the next time she's in that class is not a day that the teacher is offering assessments. 
So yeah, she's not behind. Right. I just signed her progress report. She's not behind, but um, but in her mind, she is. Yeah. Or was anyway. Or was. Anyway, so um, moving on to the other topic that you kind of introduced there. Megan's now, she's been driving for how long? She's been driving for almost a year. Okay. She can get her license in December. Okay. So full-blown license. Full-blown license. Which really is no different than what she has now. Yes, she could drive with more than two unrelated people. There are very few restrictions. And in fact, the restrictions that are there, I kind of like. Right. (laughs) <laughs> I know, me too. But I mean, driving past midnight would be, you know, would be one that she's run up up, up against a couple times because you know working late or whatever right. on now on a, on a weekend is, wanting that is to, waived, to run for that that working or driving past midnight is waived if you're coming from work. Okay, but there has been a couple times where she's she's yeah she whatever. got lost in a well not, not nice neighborhood. That's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about there's been a couple times when she would want to take a like go oh, out yes. for a snack run on yeah. a weekend or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, so but any the the reason I bring it up is she's you know my concern is it's not necessarily when a young driver is going to have their first accident. It's the question of when. No, it's not if it's when. That's what I meant. Yes. Whatever I said is wrong. Anyway, so. <laughs> But so the question so we're is, we're just waiting it, it, for that. Well, the, actually, we're not. She's, we're not. She's had it. She's had two. And both of them were very minor. And and the first one, I, I suspect, is not her fault. So the first one was where they both were, kids tell me it's not her fault. OK, good. So she tells me and and the boy who hit her tells me if it wasn't her fault. I backed into her. OK, good. So anyway, but she was backing out and and a coworker had backed, backed into, out as well, backed and, out into yeah. the car. So there's a little dent uh, that's in the now, side of the did car. Did you see he went in and popped it out? It's not as as yeah, um, it, defined as it was as, as it was. It, as it's it was, still it's there. still there. That's why she, we told it's her not, not to buy big, a brand new car. I know it's not a big deal. Um, and the other one, like you said, she she was driving. She hydroplaned and the car went you know, into, did she say the median or the right side of the road? The median. Okay. The the center grassy okay. area on, yep. Yeah, but she was able to get out with some help, it sounds like, before we got there. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm just thankful that she's safe. She's, yeah. And, um, you know, so uh, hopefully that's it. Maybe maybe she's now maybe. got a good respect and, I hope so. and everything <laughs> for, for, I mean... it's nerve-wracking it's there's there's a freedom that is exciting and and that i love but that doesn't make it any less nerve-wracking yeah Yeah. all right so last week we had i think told everybody that we were going to go see carrie underwood we did tell everyone that all right and how did that go steph that was incredible it was it was so good for we had um a great dinner with scott beforehand yep um i was not looking forward to having seafood for dinner i did i'm not a big fish person you are i'm not and um what are you looking at um okay a text message from mckenna oh okay so it has to be responded to now all right do you want me to pause for a second nope go ahead um oh i was talking <laughs> it was <so>. you talking <laughs> would you like me to pause for a minute no give me just a second so right. um anyway but um, my dinner was really good my dinner was really good and um and it was just it was just fun to catch up and and to talk so after dinner we 
head to the arena. Um, it was incredible. It was. It was so enjoyable. Her stage setup was the best I've ever seen. Yeah. And I've been to several concerts now. Yeah. And I agree. She had a, she had the stage that that gave that her puts the, her in the round. Yeah. That, that that's what she called it the, mm-hmm. in an interview. So go ahead. But it, it gives her the ability to to see every single person in the stage. There's really wasn't a bad seat as far as like being able to see her on stage. Um, and I love the the center of it, which actually does turn around. It actually spins around. So right. it's not just that it gives her the ability to walk on all four sides of the stadium, but like you've got the keyboardist and the guitar area and all this other stuff. You've you've got the band, and, and you get to see all of them they because actually, they spin. they spin around while the concert is going, which is kind of cool. It is. And not only that, but there's hydraulics in the stage, so it, there's all these different levels to the stage. So there's the center level that sh- she sometimes gets elevated like halfway suspended in yeah. the middle of the stadium. Um, and then there's, there are times when the band is actually lowered down below the stage. There's sometimes when they're at the level of the stage. There's sometimes when they're above the stage. It's It was incredible. I, I just the I Now, again, I'm not a huge fan of Carrie Underwood's music, but... With that being said, she played. She did play all the songs that I enjoy, uh, and also we got a phone call coming in from Megan. I'll pause. Okay. Okay, so we're back. But I was just saying that um, I, although she she played the music that I liked, and so I was thoroughly entertained. The, the two songs that you like? There were like more like four. Okay. So she played the four songs that I liked, and I, you know. It, it was it, everything else was fine. I wasn't so crazy about the acoustics in the stadium. I don't yeah. know if every stadium is like that. Um, well, that was. I don't attend a lot of concerts in stadiums, but that wasn't a stadium either. Well, it was U.S. Bank Arena. Okay, so this arena, whatever you want to call it, it was a big, huge place with it lots was. of people. Uh, but I mean, so the overall sound wasn't great. Uh, but that's not Carrie's fault. No, it, her music was her. Fine. Her sound came out far better. Than the opening act who went on before her. Yeah, we missed the first opening act. Yeah, um, but the one that went on before her, I, I couldn't understand a word he said. But what I did, but I what I really enjoyed about the conference or the conference, the concert was the tech. I enjoyed the stage. Yes, I enjoyed the lighting. I enjoyed the you know the visual effects. I enjoyed the those big um, circle things that were above the yeah. the state. I loved those. So while I mean, I'm sure you you actually took that in. You took in the staging and the environment. I took in the whole thing. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You t- you took in everything. But while you're sitting there enjoying you know the music and stuff like that, I'm t- completely zoned out, and I am literally <laughs> I, I'm like okay. How are I'm I'm thinking, you know, how are those rigged? And, you know, the I'm I'm actually contemplating the timing of certain things. And and I'm I'm literally just taking in all the staging and the tech and everything like that. It was an it was an awesome stage. So for me, I was still thoroughly entertained the entire evening. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. It was great. And by the way, Scott Sheriff got us. Well, he 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 set us up with some great seats. Amazing. They were. Yeah. They were really cool. 
Um, I told when we sat down, I texted Megan, these seats are awesome. She's like, send me a picture. So I, I sent her a picture of the stage and, um, I said, I'll send another one when, when Carrie comes out and, and I did. And she's like, holy cow, those are, those are freaking awesome, mom. Yep. It's good stuff. Special thank you to Scott Sheriff for setting us up. And if you guys didn't hear last week, Scott's, um, somebody who's been in our community, Listening to our podcasts all the way back to the lost podcast days, the early lost podcast days. Yes. And he happens to play keyboards for Carrie. So awesome stuff. It was. It was it was a great night. It, it was. Really was. It was a fun date night. It was. Um, let's see here. Hamilton on PBS, the long awaited <sighs> PBS special of Hamilton. Was so much fun. It was. Um, I love that we sat down. Matthew didn't join us, but that's because Matthew doesn't care for Hamilton. Um but the four of us, you, know, you and I and the girls, sat down to watch Hamilton, and then um, Megan's friend came, and who also loves it, and she watched it with us. It was it was so good. They did such a good job putting that documentary together. Um, there were things that we learned that are like super cool, and uh, it was just very. It was a good night for us. It was. It was something I'd been looking forward to a very long time. For months. I was hoping that we would actually see like a couple numbers like from beginning to end how yeah. it was staged. Because um, I know that they filmed it all, but um, we we didn't get we did. any of that. Yeah. I mean, we, we got little bits and pieces, um, which was fine. I, I actually am very happy with what we got. Yes. You know, I, right. I'm i like, oh, wow, that was good. And it still leaves some of the mystery of what it'll be like when we actually do go see it. Right. But I was hoping for, for you know, the a stage performance from beginning to end. Yeah. Although I, I wonder if they'll ever do that. Because the thing is, is it, it's not the same. No, it's not. It's not the same. It's not. Um, Because th- there's the live element. Because I, I, even the point parts that they did... Where there's some of it, it's so much different. Like, the, you know, their their timing could be off like a half a second because it was a live performance, right? It's not something they could rehearse and go back from scratch and start right, over again right. every single time like they did for the cast per, for the cast album. So, you know, every live performance is going to have multiple Everyth- mistakes. Yes. Everyone Whereas will be Whereas if you're there live, the mistakes don't m- near, they don't make a big difference to you. Right. You know, because it's the because lo- you're in it. You're in um, it. McKenna's. Um, I can't just call her McKenna. She taught all three of our children, but but McKenna's fifth grade teacher um, went last week to Chicago to see it. Was it last week yes, that she went? Over two weeks ago, something and, like that. Um, and so I bumped into her at Chipotle, and I asked her how. So how was it? And she she's like, there there are no words. It was fantastic and um she's at the end during the duel scene she's like i was so far forward in my chair like i just kept scooting forward i was afraid i was breathing on the person in front of me <laughs> so it, it's it captures you 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 yeah. are you are in it when you're and that's the live element that you can't get from watching it on tv and that's what i want I, yeah. you know the um Oh, by the way, Hamilton, the tickets for London have just gone on. Like you can sign up for pre-announcements or whatever. Nice. So I, I, I can't remember what the web address is, but I saw something on social media and I clicked through and it's like, yeah, you can you put your name in for early access to 
to pricing as soon as it becomes available. But I think it's going to be in London next year. So uh, it'll be it would be fun to be in the London audience and to see their reaction to King George. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So another story that you have asked me to put on here for you to contribute to oh, this episode. See, I did such a good job. I know. Check you out. Um, episode old episodes of Family from the Heart oh, still changing no. lives. Full time mom. So, so, mom. I did. Of course, so, we bring this up. We bring this story up. You know, people are gonna fi- like what? Where do I find those? Well, tell them where to find it because I wouldn't know. <laughs> Well, first of all, I wonder, I, I guess it's still in iTunes. So it's got to still be somewhere. So if you go to iTunes or your podcast directory of choice, go to go look for full time mom. And I'm looking to see if it's actually in here. OK. And it is. Wow. Full time GSPN TV, full time mom. And episode check this out. Episode 120 through 184 is still in iTunes. So there's 42 episodes of full time mom. Very cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. Okay. So um, for a while, I did full-time mom with um, my friend, Sarah. And after we decided to not record full-time mom together anymore, I really thought about it for a long time and decided to go on and then continue by myself. And I think that that's what this comment is about, is is about one of the episodes that I recorded by myself. But I received an email Um, from Christy the other day. And it says, um, Hi, Stephanie. I've been listening to old episodes of Full-Time Mom and felt led to reach out to you and give you a very heartfelt thank you. Listening to the episode where you talk about the movie Amish Grace and how forgiveness in its purest form is life-changing got me to thinking and reflecting on things in my life where I may be holding on to anger or hurt that holds me back spiritually and emotionally. And that made me realized things I was holding on to that I wasn't even aware of before that. After a lot of prayer and soul searching, I have been able to let go of those things and move on, giving my heart so much peace and room for love that wasn't there previously. Listening to you open up about forgiveness really spurred my own journey and reflection on it. And for that, I want to say thank you from the whole of my heart, as you say. Um, You don't know how much your words of honesty and inspiration have changed not only my life, but my heart. Sending thanks and much love, Christy. And um, so first off, on the off chance that Christy would ever find this show, I'll actually point her to it when I respond. (laughs) Um, Thank you. And what I found absolutely amazing about this comment coming in this week is that I... I have this very big habit. You can call it good or bad, I don't know. But I have this very big habit where I come in here and I sit in front of the microphone. I don't like to plan. I don't like to know what I'm going to talk about ahead of time. Or sometimes I have something that I want to share. and but But I bring it here and I lay it down and I get up and I go about the rest of my life. If it's something that's changed me, I take that change with me, but I share it to to help others as well, right? But this particular, I don't remember recording this podcast. I don't remember recording a lot of the podcasts that, that we do. So I don't remember this particular episode. I do remember the movie. I do remember the feelings and 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 the um the overwhelming awe of 
forgiveness that that they extended and um but but i don't re- i don't remember recording the episode i didn't even know the episode was still out there and so so to get um to get a comment from it's looking like it came at least in 2011 yeah they were all in 2011 and um and to know that 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 message is still out there and still has the power to to change someone is kind of mind blowing to me because i'm i'm just stephanie ravenscraft like i met andrea last week and she's like it's like meeting a celebrity and i'm like i'm just stephanie ravenscraft now i mean i'm hoping she was joking <laughs> um it it was nice to be no more to be more than just a a voice behind the microphone for her you know or through the speakers for her but um i'm just a mom i'm just a wife i'm just going about my everyday life trying to do the best that i can mm-hmm. and i i don't feel all of that special every day but that made me feel special cool I will say that you you kind of are a celebrity and you just don't realize it. Um, well, don't burst my bubble because I like this cloud that I live under. So, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, we couldn't handle two big heads living in this house. You know, it's it's funny because I, I don't have a I don't look up to a lot of quote unquote standard <laughs> celebrities, you know, sports stars, movie stars and stuff like that. Although maybe movie stars more than than anything else right. uh, you know if i saw robert downey jr and, and got a chance to meet him I, I i would you know i would fangirl out you know <laughs> I, I think that's the term people use but, so would i so whatever and, and and things but i remember the very first time i got to talk to father roderick uh over the telephone um and i remember the very first time getting an email from a podcast a, a different podcaster uh and you know from adam curry you know, it's like, oh my gosh, Cliff and Stephanie, I, I I love you guys. You guys want to be a part of my network? I'd love to have your Lost podcast on our network. And then it's like, wait a second, oh my gosh, Adam Curry knows who we are. I remember learning that Leo Laporte mentioned me on his podcast once. I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, so I, I get it. You know, the people who hear our voices, um, what what makes someone a celebrity? I mean, have you ever really thought about that? No, I mean, it's it's somebody that you I, I this is the way that I think about it. I what do I consider to be a celebrity in my mind isn't somebody who has millions upon millions of fans. Right. That's no. not that's not what makes somebody a celebrity. Um, in my mind, a celebrity is someone who is famous in your own in your own eyes. OK, somebody that that you are consistently tuning in to whatever it is, whatever message they have. You you're you have a fascination with them, an interest in them. Um, they ins- whether they inspire you, they motivate you. Whether they're a role model or somebody, just you're consistently intrigued by who they are and what they stand for or what they do. It, it, there's that 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 ongoing persistent interest in that individual in my mind that makes somebody a celebrity okay and so if you think about that the people who have been listening to i mean there are people we're on episode 370 
These episodes typically last for an hour. There are there are probably about four or five hundred people who have listened to three hundred and seventy hours of Cliff and Stephanie in this podcast alone. <laughs> and there and, and and I know for a fact there's at least two or three hundred people who have listened to as many as six hundred hours of Cliff and Stephanie. If you think about all the other podcasts that we've done over the years. Good grief. And, and I'm talking about the ones who have listened to every one of those episodes. So there are several hundred people who have been listening to us for that amount of time. And for them, yeah, in their mind, we're celebrities. And I'm not saying that we've earned that. It's like, <laughs> ah, you should see me as a celebrity. <laughs> no, I, I don't think any individual can say, hey, I am a celebrity. Right. Follow me. Right. No, you, you the it's the individual who determines whether or not in you, in their mind you're a, celebrity. you're a celebrity. So if Andrea says, "Oh my gosh, it's like meeting a celebrity." In her mind, you're a celebrity. In my mind, there and and it's funny that, you know, that that that's the way it is, but I've had we, well we've had you've been around people. You see how they are yeah. when we go to these conferences. I know. You know, when it's like, well, "Oh my I gosh." I still just shake my head and hide in the corner. I mean, it's <laughs> I not like I'm, but uh, it is interesting. It's, People be like, where's Stephanie? She's in the corner. Yeah, it's fun. I, but going back to what you're saying, though, I, I, that's one of the things I love about podcasting. There are, there's content that you and I recorded 10 years ago that is still changing people's lives. Right. It's crazy. And it's, and it's online. It's crazy. Yeah. So speaking of 10 years ago, yes. how about eight years ago? So this week you shared a video. Oh, yeah. On Facebook. Hey, this isn't um, on my list. You and the kids. What? I'm just saying. Stop kidding. giving me code words. Keep, keep going because I'm going to see so, if I can find this. Okay. I'm going to play the audio of this video. All right. So you found this video and it's just you're hanging out in Matthew's room. I can tell because of the color of the wall. Yes. <laughs> and Buzz Lightyear blue. Um, hey, that ki- it was better than when he painted it red and black. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, you're just hanging out in Matthew's room with the kids. No idea where I was. But um, you and Megan are, are having this conversation about what's happening today. And then McKenna climbs, like, on your back. And it's it's from 2008. So, it's eight years ago, making McKenna three years old. And I'm watching it going. First, the first time I watched it, I cried. Because... <laughs> She's not three years old anymore. Yep. And um, and then Matthew comes up and he's so adorable at little five. And I just want actually he was how old was he? I don't know. Can't do that math. Anyway, he would have been uh, ten. No, Megan. What Megan would have been? It doesn't matter how old they were. They were younger. He's six. Okay. Um, but uh. Just they're they're so little and this but this there's this there's this thing you you're gonna play the audio so they're gonna hear it but she's climbing on your back McKenna is and she climbs up there and she says it's McKenna and and the funny the I'm watching it like the third time that I watched it and and I'm like how did we go from that. <laughs> 
this cranky child who's texting me at lunch the same day that I'm watching the video going, I don't like people. Like, I just want to be rude to these people. This kid asked me if he could read my shirt and I took out my earbud and told him no and put it back in. She's like, <laughs> like, how do we get from it's McKenna to that? All right. So if anybody. Megan blamed it on middle school that it's like the age that she's at right now. And Mm -hmm. when she gets like on the other side that some of that will come back. So if anybody's interested, I'm going to play the audio in just a second. But if you want to see this video, um, I just created a link. You can go to podcastanswerman.com slash old video podcastanswerman.com slash old video. You do have to have a Facebook account. But uh, if you have a Facebook account, it'll take you right to it. Actually, I think even if you don't have uh Facebook account it'll still play it so let me just look because everything I did was public yeah it's there even if you don't have a Facebook account so anyway let let me go ahead and hit play so you can hear the audio on this so cute I love their baby voices and I love that we have them archived hey everybody I'm Cliff Ravenscraft I'm Cliff Ravenscraft hi and you are Megan hi Megan so we're here recording a little video something or other. Really have no intentions on sharing anything important, do we? No. So what's up today? Anything? A soccer game and chaos. Soccer game and chaos, but we're actually planning on chaos. Hello, Kenna. I have a girl growing on my back. So anyway, so what else is, so what's the chaos going to be about? McKenna. <laughs> Hello. It's McKenna. What are you doing? There it is. It's McKenna. <laughs> I love that. I think I want you to take that and make it my ringtone that I can set to, that I can set to her. Well, you're the second person to request that. Yeah. Because um, Megan said she wants to get that little clip. It's McKenna. <laughs> and she's going to have that set to the the actual text alert. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I need that going off every time Janie is trying to get a hold of me. It's McKenna. It's McKenna. It's absolutely adorable. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm just, man. I where at, did the time go yeah it's crazy but anyway yeah I, and i look back and just see how much weight i've lost since then it's like wow yeah. and the mustache <laughs> yeah, and the mustache <laughs> and the glasses and your hair's better <laughs> what that a, was like that some was a bad hat harry <laughs> that's what i was gonna say yep that was that was the worst i don't know what the i'm heck glad i wasn't there. in that pi- i'm glad i wasn't in that video <laughs> because i don't even want to know what i look like in 2008 don't don't take me there i don't want to know um <laughs> Uh, you but, know, it was, uh, it was funny. You know what happened? How that actually surfaced is Andrea must have been going through some of the old stuff in in my Facebook uh-huh. uh, under photos and videos yeah. because that that's from 2008. That's I did funny. not find that. I in, love when you. But anybody, t- anytime somebody comments on, it even, comes back. It comes uh, right. back up into your timeline. Right. I knew. I knew that. But um, I love that she's. Megan says what you know you ask her what's what what are we doing today she's like soccer game and chaos I'm like we're still planning our chaos we are still planning that's what we chaos. just kind of roll with it you know yeah we're, we're not anyway I I love that video and I've watched it like 
I can't even tell you how many times I watched it. That's fun stuff. You know, it, I have some other interesting things in the archives. I that have, scares me. I have... Um, <laughs> the way that you say that, that scares me. I have all those old episodes of um, The World According to Megan and the Hannah Montana Fun Podcast. She would, she would have your head. I know. You have to remember that you are dealing with, you know... I know. And I also have old episodes of Gaming with Matt. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think there were like one or two episodes of The Kid Show. Do you remember The Kid Show? I don't. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Let me. See. Yes, I do. We didn't do very many of them, did you? No, there, I think it was only one or two episodes. But if I go into my Dropbox, I have content archives and then it should be under... You know what? I don't have all of those here, but they're they're all in the they're all in my re- real Dropbox. Okay. But yeah, it's called the Kid Show, and I think there were like two or three episodes. I love that we have their their little voices, and and like Megan's even goes back for you know we have Megan's voice from yep. from farther back than just that. And uh, you know what I love is that we have so much of our life for over the last ten years archived. I know. I mean, even like, uh, you know, our thoughts on marriage going back 370 episodes ago. That's crazy. I guess it'd probably be different than. Oh, there's no question. (laughs) There's no question. We are not the same Cliff and Stephanie that we were 10 years ago. No, no, we're not. Um, I love that. You know, when I first, when I very first started full-time mom, um, the opening for the show was all of the kids like shouting mom at different that's one of my favorite things. Yep. I want that. I'll make that my ringtone for when they call me. All right. Cool. All right. So I have some other things on here. Uh, I went to go see the uh, Kevin Hart movie, What's Next? I'm sorry. This was advertised <laughs> on Snapchat quite heavily. And, you know, I've seen Kevin Hart in some movies. And, you know, he, he's been he's had some somewhat funny roles or characters. And I'm like, okay, he, he's mildly entertaining. I like to go to the movies. Uh, more than anything, I like a good reason to go eat, and pop, eat I popcorn. I was going to say, I think it has more to do with the popcorn. I do. I, I like to eat, I, I feel like it'd be kind of weird just to go to the movie theater and say, I'd like a, bottle, a, a bucket of popcorn and a seat, please. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I like to go see movies. And I was running out of movies because obviously we've seen a lot of movies lately. Yeah. So I figured, you know, I'll go see this Kevin Hart movie. And it was supposedly it was a it was a stand up comedy tour. And his final stop on the tour was in Philadelphia, his hometown. And he's the first comedian ever to completely sell out a stadium full of more than 50,000 people at capacity. So um, and I'm thinking, okay, 50,000 plus people came and and saw him do com- just to do stand-up comedy i've enjoyed some of his stuff you know and and i, I i'm not put off by you know some of the explicit language and right. things like that and you know what i i like to laugh and i would love to go and just i i would just love to be entertained and laugh i think that would be funny if if i could just get, if i go and have a couple chuckles that that would be worth it for me and so I went expecting, you know, and I figured, hey, if it, it's one thing to have this comedy tour and have all this and to put it on Comedy Central or whatever as a special or HBO as a special. It's a whole other thing to roll this out nationwide as a movie, right? So I'm thinking, this has to be good. Well, it has to be a wrong... <laughs> that was... The, it, I assumed a lot because I went and saw this movie 
And the opening, which was scripted and had Halle Berry in it and, and stuff like that, it was, I will say, mildly entertaining the first eight minutes. And I might have smiled uh, <laughs> once or twice during that first eight minutes. But then when it's the rest of it is him actually on stage, worst stand-up comedy routine I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen lots. And I've seen lots of terrible ones. But I'm sitting there in the back of the theater, and after an hour, I'm like, I haven't heard one funny thing yet. This, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I, I, I have aspirations of, uh, or a vision, if you will. And I don't even know if I would call it aspirations, but um, it kind of freaks me out to think of me standing on a stage in front of 50,000 people, especially when I saw how many people that is in this movie. Uh, so, but I'm thinking, man, I cannot imagine that many people coming there and then getting this. There was there was just nothing of value that I had heard during the first hour of, of him on that stage, or at least the hour that I was there. And I don't remember ever walking out on a movie. I've walked out of things before, but never a movie that I can think of. This is the first time I actually got up after paying all that money to see a movie and literally walked out of the theater. That that was it was that bad. So Kevin Hart, what's next? <laughs> Not me ever seeing another stand-up routine with you in it again. That's all I got to say. I'll I'll go see his movies where somebody else writes his stuff and he gets up there with his funny way of you know, I I think he's a funny actor, right? And and I and I I still like him as in a role in movies, but his stand up that was terrible. Well, I'm glad I didn't go with you because you're like, hey, do you want to go to the movie? <laughs> well, if we would have gone, we, you and I, I would. I know taken we would have seen um, Keeping Up with the Joneses. Yeah, which I'm going to take you to eventually, but we've got other movies coming out that we'll yep. we'll see. And we'll... anyway, so I left that movie. I did actually walk in to the theater next door. Um, I saw some people, you know, at like a whole stream of people uh, walking into another theater. And I'm like, okay, that means this means another movie is about to start. I had no idea what movie I was walking into. Um, so I walked into this other movie. <laughs> that could have been fun. Yeah, it, it was movie roulette. Um, and so we're sitting there. I'm waiting for the, all the trailer. Walking Ouija 2. I know, exactly. For whatever. I was, gonna, I was yeah. planning on walking right back out if it was Ouija. <laughs> But um, I looked at the thing and there's only one movie that started at nine o'clock and it was The Magnificent Seven. And so I'm not a big into Western movies at all. But when I saw that it had Danzel Washington in it, I'm like, okay. And it has that Chris Pratt guy. Um, and what? I love that you call him that Chris Pratt guy. That Chris Pratt guy. He is just, in fact, Chris Pratt. Okay. So it had <laughs> it had that guy named Chris Pratt in it. But um Anyway, so I figured, you know what? I'll sit down and watch this. And it was a pretty slow start. Um, but overall, I, as far as Western movies go, it, it was it was entertaining. At least this movie kept my interest and it didn't make me think, ah, oh, what am I doing here? So uh, Magnificent Seven, if you like Danzel Washington or that Chris Pratt guy, um, <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea why I call him that. But uh, The Magnificent Seven was pretty decent. Okay. It's not a movie that I actually would have ever gone Gone to to the movie to see. And it's actually not even a movie I would have actually watched on Netflix if it was available to me at no additional charge. Uh, If I had nothing else to do, I don't think I'd ever see it. But I think having a bucket of popcorn in my lap 
that made helped. It, it helped. <laughs> And the fact that I already paid to see a movie, I, was I better say, get some I don't, my value here's out the of deal. this. I don't think you pay ten fifty to see a movie. You pay ten fifty plus the price of popcorn just to get the dang popcorn. That's not true. I I go there to to have the popcorn and to unplug and say, you know what, entertain me. That's that's what okay. I go there for. I I, right. I go there to be entertained. Gotcha. While eating some popcorn. Exactly. All right. Um, let's see here. And then last night I had press screening tickets to see Inferno, but I can't give you a review on Inferno because unfortunately Megan got late. Uh, she was stuck at school uh, with uh, some stuff that she has. She Chemistry had to do. tutor. And so as a result of that, um, we chose instead of going to try to make it to that in time since it's on the other side of town. Uh, we went out to dinner together, had a great time at dinner, and then we went to see a movie. And we, the one movie that we both wanted to see was Keeping Up with the Joneses, but we both decided that you'd probably not be too happy if you heard that we went and saw that. Although I know you wouldn't care, but still, we were thinking about you and knew okay. that you you would want to see that with us. So we're like, what else is there? <laughs> we went and saw Boo. A Medea Halloween by <laughs> Tyler Perry. <laughs> oh my gosh! I by the way, I, now that's a movie I know you had to laugh at. Oh gosh, like, we you did. went to Kevin Hart to laugh, and but there's one, no not laughing. There, we laughed. We had a. There was so many funny things. I think in this movie that the Medea character that Tyler Perry has created is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely hilarious Medea, now it, it it's totally i mean this is not for everyone no trust me this you is, have to have a certain but if i mean and here's the thing that's the kind of comedy i was expecting from this kevin hart i was like i mean i quite honestly i was expecting you know some uh, some you know off color humor and mm-hmm. and and some other you know pretty adult themed oriented stuff but i mean he he used he used adult off color, but it, the stuff he did was not funny. The stuff that I heard in this Boo Medea Halloween, oh my gosh, it was hilarious. Um, and I'm not gonna, I am not gonna say it here, but if you stay for the if you stay for the credits, um, there is one joke that Cliff thinks is hilarious. That all I all I will say it's the dentist joke. Okay, so if anybody goes and you see the credit, which I don't suggest that you go see this movie, but if you do, um, it's the dentist joke. And I have never, well, okay, I have laughed that hard. I have not laughed that hard in probably 10 years. It was one of those ones where we... It just gotcha. We we started laughing on the way out of the theater and... 25 we were at target megan and i were at target before i could actually start breathing that we well, were she has videos of you laughing oh, while dry like it was it was hilarious and that's I, i'm like that is the kind of laughter that you can only dream of having the one where you're about ready to pass out that is that was that good it was so funny but uh and and megan and i just had a great time last la- was that last night mm-hmm yeah, last night. It was just an incredible time with her. And yeah. And then we went to Target. Um, Why'd Megan take you to Target, Cliff? <laughs> she wants to decorate for uh, Christmas, uh, the outside of the house. And I'm actually contemplating it, depending right. on what the cost is of 
I told her, I said, listen, I don't want to buy this stuff here because um, I, I'm not going to hang this stuff out on the outside of our house. Right. Personally. Right. She goes, I'll do it. I said, no, I'm no. not having you hanging out the windows and, and stuff like that. No. I, I, and she goes, well, what, what are your problems? What are your concerns? I said, well, number one, I'm concerned about the, our safety, my safety, your safety, whoever's safety in our family of getting up there. And number two, I'm concerned about damaging the outside of the house. You know, how are you... How how are you going to hook this up to the gutters or, you know, I don't want to do any damage to right. any of this stuff. And so um, I said, I'll tell you what, if you're that set on it, then go and research and see if you can find a company in our area uh, where somebody can professionally come out and set up decorations for a house. And how many has she sent you already today? I, I didn't look at it yet. I told her I'd look later today, but um, I think she sent me like five different companies <laughs> via text messages today <laughs> who offers this. She goes, look, one, dad, one, one's even in Hebron. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so she sent me a bunch of those. And so I will. I, I, I actually, I told her I would look. I am interested in doing that. I this think it is would be... something that she has been wanting to do for years. Yeah. And so I don't know how it works. I didn't know if they actually, it's like, hey, here here it is. We, we You're renting the lights from us. We come set it up. You We take it down. Boom. That's that's kind of what I'm hoping, mm-hmm. you know, that there's that kind of service. But it, it, it comes down to what is the cost of something like that. Right. So there's, it's not a question, is it available? Because now Megan's shown me that it is. Um, and I assumed that it would be, but the, now the question is, what's the cost? And is right. that a cost that I think is worth pulling this off? Yeah. She's excited though. That's cool. Yep. You know, in her mind it's happening. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you know, and, and if the cost is so high and I say, well, this is what I'd be willing to pay for this. And she says, Hey, I want to pay the rest. Right. That That's up to her. But I, it really does come down to it. I, I mean, I, if it's, if it's too much, then. Right. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Anyway, so yeah, there's that. And uh, so date night. Um, oh, and tonight you and I are actually getting ready to go see another movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, press screening for um, a movie that I probably would have never gone to see in the movies. Personally, I would have never paid to go see this movie. And actually, even seeing the previews and all this other stuff, this is a movie that I can't imagine that I would ever watch on Netflix either. That's funny because when I saw the trailer, I said, that looks good. Yeah? Yeah. You were with me. I said it to you. Yeah, I remember. I, but I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, that's a movie I don't care that much for. But given that it's free and that they'll have popcorn there <laughs> and the fact that it's, um, you know, what's actually take most. take it out of here? Yeah, it's in my pocket already. Okay. I have the screen tickets. Um, so what what is most interesting to me are a couple of things. Andrew Garfield. I like Andrew Garfield. I do too. I've liked Andrew Garfield ever since I saw him as um, Sean Parker. I bl- no, not Sean Parker. As somebody, he played a role in the Social Network, mm-hmm. the Mark Zuckerberg, the Facebook movie. But um, so I've I've liked Andrew Garfield ever since then. Um, and so there's that. And I like the, that this is a true story. That's interesting and intriguing. And it's a true story about a guy who was in the military who was a conscientious objector and he was in on the battlefield in the front lines and during ref- World War II during World War II and refused to put his hand on any weapon and uh, and and if you've seen the trailer you see that he 
has this miraculous situation where he saves the lives of a bunch of people. So 75 people. Yeah. So that, I mean, I'm not giving you anything that's not in the trailer right there. Um, We have not seen the movie yet. That's coming tonight. But you know what? Given that I like Andrew Garfield, I like those elements and it's free and it's got popcorn and you said you wanted to see it. That's where we're going to see it tonight. So next week we'll tell you whether or not. um, I don't remember the title though. Oh, I do. It's called Hacksaw Ridge. That's what it's called. Hacksaw Ridge, which I assume is the ridge where the battle took place, Mm -hmm. where he saved those people. Yep. That's what I'm assuming. But we all know what happens when I assume. That's actually, I think that's actually true. (laughs) Okay. All righty. So, and we're at 56 minutes. The only other two things that are on there is that I'm listening to some audiobooks. Um, and they're, I don't know if I want to really go into all that right now. Okay. If anybody's interested, I list, I had a client who purchased and gave me a gift of an audiobook called We Are Bob, which is a uh, story about the future, a guy who is cryogenically frozen. Uh, a long time into the future, he's reanimated and um, he comes back and he's actually not reanimated as a human. But they've actually taken his brain memories and all this other stuff and, and in essence, uh, created him as artificial intelligence software. So now he's AI who's operating um, machinery. And his whole purpose is to, uh, to, take, um, to fly a, star- a starship, uh, a, a ship, to another planet to explore, uh, to find other a inhabitable planet for humanity and he's able to also have 3d replicating or 3d printing and replicating machinery that allows him to duplicate and replicate himself and it's it's all really crazy sci-fi stuff but i thoroughly enjoyed the whole thing and unfortunately it is a first it's a book one of three and the second and third book are not out yet so i have to wait but I, I actually, believe, believe it or not, it's called We Are Bob. Um, or actually, it's called um, We Are Legion, We Are Bob is actually the name of it. And I thoroughly enjoyed that. So then I was thinking about a movie that I'm looking forward to that's coming out later this year called Passengers. Yep. With Jennifer Lawrence and, and that, that Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt guy. guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> and um, so anyway, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm like, hey, I'm into the the sci-fi genre, and this is about that's a story about um, a passengers from Earth who are cryogenically frozen or asleep um, for hundred three hundred years or whatever, and before they actually reach their planet, Jennifer Lawrence and that Chris Pratt guy um, are actually or Chris Pratt. They wake they wake up before they they get there, like I don't know, fifty years before or whatever. 90. 90 years before. And so I'm like, I wonder if this is based on a book. And so I looked it up. You looked it up. It's not based on a book. But then I did see... In that my, I could find. And I did look. And it and it's, I've confirmed it is not based upon a book. Uh, but I did see some people asking, oh my gosh, is this story ripped off from Across the Universe? And I looked up Across the Universe and it turns out that it's a story very similar. And about, so now that's what you're reading. And that's what I... Well, I finished the first... We are, uh, across the universe and I really enjoyed that audiobook and so now I'm on book two and they're actually a three-part it's a three-part series but all three books are available I've actually purchased all three of them already 
So there you go. I wasn't going to tell you, but there I did. And we're still under an hour. There you go. I have to sneeze. Bless you. Oh, good grief. Oh, oh goodness. You sneeze, you sneeze like a girl. I know. <laughs> wow. Anyway, I don't have enough time. If I play the music, it's going to be like two minutes long. So until next time, Stephanie and I encourage you to live your life with purpose. It's my channel.